I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Players in the Game of Life. We present to you today, How Can I Forgive What I Can't Forget? This is our introduction to this series. Before we really get into it, let me first ask these questions. Is forgetting the past biblical? Does the Bible instruct us to forget the past? Is it even possible to forget the past? The Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians, the third chapter, the 13th and 14th verse, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the mark for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul is not asking us to forget everything that ever happened before we met Christ, nor was this a command to empty our minds of all memories. But it is very important for a clearer understanding to at least consider the passage that comes before these words. Paul had just listed all his religious qualifications that to the Jewish mind were of supreme importance. He then states, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Paul was making it known that no fleshly accomplishment matters in comparison with knowing Christ and trusting in his righteousness alone for salvation. Irregardless of how good or bad we may have been, we must all come to Christ the same way. It doesn't matter if you're rich, if you're poor, if you're sooner come later or sooner come later. It makes no difference to God. It makes no difference to Christ. We must all come like we said, the same way, humble, repentant, and undeserving of his forgiveness. The word forgetting in this passage means no longer caring for, neglecting, refusing to focus upon. Sometimes we even say forgetting may even mean that we refuse to take uh, revenge or, or to steady bring something up constantly and constantly. Our memories store an inconceivable amount of pieces of information gained by or through our senses since birth. Some experiences are impossible to forget. And at any effort to forget them only makes them more prominent. You ever tried to forget something and then find yourself thinking about it constantly? You steady bring it up. We are not to forget everything. We refuse to allow past successes to inflate our pride. We also refuse to allow past failures to deflate our self-worth. We leave it behind and instead adopt our new identity in Christ. If God chooses to not to remember our past, we can choose to set them aside as well and embrace the future he promises to those who love him. 
Here's some breaking news. The phrase forgive and forget is not found in the Bible, but there are numerous verses commanding to forgive one another. One is Matthew 16 and 14. The other, one other is Ephesians, the fourth chapter, the third, the fourth chapter, I think it's the 32nd verse. If the truth be told, a Christian who is not willing to forgive others, even non-Christians, will find his or her fellowship with God hindered and can reap bitterness and loss of reward. Forgiveness is a decision of will. Since God commands us to forgive, we must make a conscious choice to obey God and forgive or not. Now with that free will choice, comes responsibilities and accountability. In essence, it is the Christian, if he is offended, to forgive the offender. Can I keep it real? The offender may become belligerent and doesn't desire forgiveness and may not ever change, but that does not negate God's desire that we as Christians possess a forgiving spirit. Now, in a perfect world, the offender will seek reconciliation. Let's park right there for a minute. We cannot. I mean, it is absolutely, totally impossible, humanly, to forget sins that have been committed against us. We cannot selectively delete events from our memory. Now, I can only speak for myself here. Reconciliation, by simple definition, is the restoration of friendly relations. With me, yes, it is most definitely a possibility, but I don't believe it will happen overnight. And even at best, I don't believe I could put a time on it. Now, the Bible states that God does not remember our wickedness, but God is still all-knowing. God remembers that we have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But having been forgiven, we are positionally or judicially justified. Heaven is ours as if our sin had never occurred. If we belong to him through faith in Christ. God does not condemn us for our sins, according to Romans 8 and 1. In that sense, God forgives and forgets. But take this with you. You can't fool God. We both know you can make your mouth say whatever you wanted to say. As cliche as it may seem, God knows yours, our, he knows our heart. And we can't trick it. Okay, take it out of part. Because of sin, we were found to be enemies of God and needed to be reconciled back to him. The only catch was there had to be a sacrifice from a human, a lamb without spot or wrinkle, meaning never committed any sin. God sacrificed his only begotten son to die 
for the sins of the offenders of God. That's you and me. Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, in a masterful demonstration of obedience, gave his life so we could be reconciled back to God. He paid our sin debt. That's one reason Satan is so angry with God. For he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And soon as we accept him as our Lord and our Savior, we are reconciled. See how fast God can do it? All we got to do to be reconciled back to God is to accept his son, Jesus Christ, as our personal Lord and Savior, and do it from your heart. I'm going to tell you the truth. If your heart ain't in it, let it go. Because you can't fool it. He knows you. He made you. He's not your boo that just loves you so much he's going to let you get away with a lie. Or he's just going to let you trick him like, no, that's not God. True enough, he does love us. He loves us so much that he gave his son for us. So we could be reconciled. But there come some other things about forgetting and forgiving. How can we do it? How can I forgive what I can't forget? I'm going to answer that for you next week. But just think about it. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to give you a little hint. Yes, Jesus Christ is in here right now to help us. But we are living in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. And as long as we have him, he said he would not leave us here without a comforter. Someone to help teach us and guide us and bring back to mind those things that he has taught us. My brothers and sisters, life is good and it can be better if we do the right thing. I mean, are there going to be trials and tribulations? Yes. Are there going to be people that, that, that talk bad about you, that go against you? There are going to be accidents and things that happen in this world that cause us to say, Lord, what in the world is going on? Do you really love us for real? I know you can stop all this stuff that's going on. Why don't you stop it? Sometimes God has to get us in a certain position to where we can pay attention. And until he gets our undivided attention, some of these things are going to keep going on. I know one thing, he said he's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. We're not talking about the institution church, we're talking about the church that's on the inside of us. We are the church. We're not talking about the building, how beautiful it may look. It's all right. I'm not saying don't go to church. We need to go to church to learn more about the Christ that we serve, the Christ that saved us. But that's next week. Hopefully then we'll have a better understanding and try to forgive somebody. The word does say, if we forgive those who have trespassed against us, 
might make it easier for him to forgive us who have trespassed against him. How can he forgive us when we won't? Lord have mercy. Well, hopefully I'll hear from you or I'll, you'll hear from me next week. Lord say the same. I hope he does. God bless you. You can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about it. I truly appreciate it. It'll help in my goal. I want to go visual by the first of the year. All I need from you is your prayers. It says the prayers of the righteous prevail as much. You don't think that you're righteous because of Christ Jesus. And if you're in him and he's in you, you are counted righteous. Will you still make mistakes? Will you still sin sometimes? Yes, you will. But you'll sin less. You won't be a sinless person, but you will sin less. God bless you. Talk to you later.